Welcome to Sarah's Simple Thoughts. I'm your host, Sarah. I'm a mindset and personal development coach for women. I help women to get unstuck. I help them to get what's blocking them out of their way so that they can accomplish all that they want to accomplish, which makes me so excited to dive into today's episode, which is all about achieving possibilities. None of us are immune to the fact that there are so many possibilities when it comes to how you can act throughout your day, what you can engage in, what uh, you know you can do for your living, your career, education. At times, it's almost overwhelming because there are so many possibilities. And in the meaningful things and in the less meaningful things, there are so many options, right? And I want to speak to those possibilities that you want, but you doubt yourself right now. You doubt that you are the type of person that can accomplish this dream or this goal or just this, oh, this would be so neat if I could do this, right? Whatever item it is, I want to speak to those things. There are so many ways you can accomplish things. I'm here to tell you that the things that you think would be so cool are within your grasp. Now, I'm going to take a second and talk to those who are minorities, those who are working twice as hard for half as much at times. I see you. I have compassion. And please let me know if there is anything I can personally do in addition to all of the ways that I try to be aware and help those who might be suffering from this lack of representation and equality. I see you. This episode is for everybody. I hope that you can take something, but also just know that I am limited. I do come from a place of privilege and I, I recognize that. I realize that. So I just hope that at least something can be be helpful and meaningful to you. Um, but this is my vantage point and I might be somewhat limited in what I'm able to share. But again, hopefully something is of value. So achieving possibilities. You are thinking about something that you really want, but maybe you don't think it's possible or you have a fleeting thought of something that would be so cool, but you're like, "Mm, that's not for me. Okay, again, that's what we're talking about today. Sometimes I realize this, especially in the women that I work with. Oh, that would be so cool, but I can't do that. And I say, okay, okay, well, why not? Like, I'm talking to people and they're just like, oh, it's too... And then insert whatever word comes to mind for them, right? So it's too expensive. That's too frivolous. It's too much. It's too X, Y, Z, right? There are so many different words we can put in there. I'm here to tell you that number one, point number one that I have for today for achieving possibilities is to start recognizing that they can actually happen. Sometimes we are our biggest obstacles. 
I know that's so sad and so scary to think about. But you know what? Here's the good news. If we are our biggest obstacle, then we are a little bit more in control of what we can ultimately accomplish, right? Because we are in control of ourselves. And if that's our biggest obstacle, let's let's take the reins on this and let's actually make ourselves our biggest champion, our biggest advocate, our biggest supporter, our biggest fan when it comes to accomplishing the things that we need and want to accomplish. So how are we going to do that? Number one, know exactly what you're dealing with. Okay, so I'm going to give you an example. Okay, I really want to get into Harvard, someone says. And they say, but that's only if I were smart. Like, I'm not actually going to do that because I can't do that. I would ask, okay, no, for sure. I see that you are feeling uneasy when you say that. And there's probably a reason why. What would it take to get into Harvard? And you know what these conversations usually result in? The other person doesn't actually know. Isn't that so sad? This is so sad to me because it means that so many people out there have a spark, like something they're like, oh my gosh, that'd be so cool. And at the same time, they're saying, like oftentimes in the same breath, like the frequency is faster than you can even imagine. Like they'll, if they get to saying it or thinking it and acknowledging it, they will dismiss it. Their brains will dismiss it just as quickly as it came out. And that's why my first question is always like, oh, well, what would it take? And oftentimes not enough thought has been put into actually what it would take. So let me give you another example. I was talking to someone the other day. We're in the midst of finding a new apartment right now, Cam and I. And I was talking to somebody and I was like, yeah, we're, we're looking in this part of town. We'll, we'll see what's up. Like there's some um, nice things I've heard about it. And, and we'll just go, we'll, we're just going to go look at some apartments this weekend. And they responded and they were like, oh my gosh, that's a really, really nice part of town. Like that would be awesome. Yeah, I could never live there. And it, it took me aback a little bit because the apartments that I was looking at and later looked at in person, and they were great apartments, were about the same price or actually a little bit less than the apartment they had just signed. They shared with me pre- previously, previous to the conversation, um, you know, how much they signed their apartment for. They let me into that information. And when I heard that response of like, oh, I could never do that, it reminded me of this concept of dismissiveness we often utilize, often as a safety mechanism, right? Because if we just plunged into every <laughs> everything that sounded fun, our bodies, our minds, and our well-being could be at risk. And even if they're not, it signals a similar type of response because it's unknown, it's unfamiliar. It's something that could potentially 
bring harm to us, if nothing else, because it is unfamiliar. Like, right? Our brains don't like unfamiliar things because there's risk. (laughs) Okay, so this is the first thing. When you have a possibility you're thinking about, instead of saying, oh my gosh, that would be amazing, but, or if only, just Google search it right? Oh, it'd be so cool if I were in the FBI, but I could never because X, Y, Z. Google the FBI requirements to apply. They're right there. Everything is right there usually on Google. And if it's not, it's usually one or two phone calls away. I want you guys to realize how accessible this world and its resources and its opportunities actually are because I'm telling you, It is actually a lot easier than your brain is giving it credit for because your brain's a little biased to keep you safe. We love you. We love you, brain. At the same time, we're going to dive into some things because we think it would be awesome. The second thing is when achieving possibilities, when you're working, let's say that you have gotten to the point where you're actually working towards a possibility and you've done all the work, it can be really easy to feel very stressed, to force it, to to exert so much that it can be really, really stressful. And oftentimes, sometimes we subconsciously push away the opportunity. This is from, this concept is from Manifestation Babe, Catherine. She's awesome. And she says, you know what? When you're thinking about something, a goal a dream, you've worked, you've worked through it, oftentimes it's in our best interest to just let ease and flow take over. And what that looks like is just saying to yourself, wouldn't it be fun if this happened? So instead of killing ourselves over these goals and dreams and opportunities and all the rest, I will tell you personally, from personal experience, I get so much further when I put in the work just enough, not over the top. And throughout the whole thing and after I'm done with my side of things, I just say, wow, it'd be so fun. It'd be so fun. Because again, this is Catherine's um, methodology is when your brain, we can, you can see this has a lot to do with our brain because they, the brain is a big factor in our survival and how we go about our lives, right? But our brain, once we say, okay, brain, no, this is so important, then we start to say, oh my gosh, this is a matter of life and death. I have to do this or else. And let me tell you, that pushes away opportunities faster than whatever, insert whatever analogy you want right there. (laughs) Okay. The more we incorporate joy and ease And again, Catherine's sentiment of, hey, wouldn't it be fun if the more we're actually going to accomplish, okay? All right. Number three, four, achieving possibilities. Recognize who's limiting you. I know this is so hard. It's sobering for sure. But unfortunately, we come across people that are actually super amazing and incredible. And they've been big, big characters in our life story. And they've helped us in so many ways. 
And at the same time, we absorb their limiting beliefs and we put them into our stories. For example, I was talking to somebody the other day and they were like, I was about to do something and I, and I really wanted it. And over and over and over again, I could hear my childhood friend sitting there with me and I could hear their voice just saying, well, how can you do this? And I can't. I want you guys to know that this is actually very, very common. I see this all of the time. (laughs) Oftentimes, we feel like we cannot outperform key characters in our growing up years. This might be a parent. This might be a cousin, an aunt, a friend, an acquaintance. It could be really anybody that we love and we respect. And oftentimes, we let their voices in. And we let them sit with us while we're making key decisions that are really hard for us because we're looking for support and they've been supportive in the past. And we hear their voice of, whoa, why are you doing this? Like, how can you be doing this? I was never able to do this. And it can really limit us because we give that voice more credit understandably so right because we respect and we love that person and then on the other side of this decision is a lot of unknown we don't want that potential damage that potential harm to us it's easier it's safer to say oh i know this person they have an okay life i want to maintain that sort of template for my own life if you want to pursue the possibilities that are at your fingertips, you have to filter out the voices of the people that are in your life, have been in your life, and will be in your life. And that is nothing, nothing, nothing against those persons, right? It is nothing against them. It's just the simple fact that our lives are our own and we have to pursue them accordingly. Now, am I here to say, oh my gosh, you cannot take any advice, you cannot listen to anyone else, you cannot listen to the naysayers? No, absolutely not. In fact, I am for listening to those voices, actually, as long as you maintain critical thinking throughout and you weigh both sides equally and you're not biased, right? So, okay, let's listen to that voice. Okay, yes, I hear you. These are the reasons why you might be right, like active, active listening and then give it time and then make the decision and realize exactly where that person is and say, oh, is that person in the house that I would want to live in? Does that person have the career that I would want? Does that person have the, the bank account value that I would want? Does that person have the romantic, personal, familial relationships that I want? If the answer is, "Mm," like you start questioning, you're like, maybe not. That's kind of a good indicator to take into account. Oh, maybe they're not exactly where I want to be. So I'm going to take what they say and I'm going to be really loving and active in listening to them and again this could be a real person like in real time is what I mean in real time you're listening to this person or it could be just like a voice in your head that you're getting from 10 years ago and just 
you can take into account that voice and then make a choice accordingly. But at the end of the day, it's not ideal for you to sacrifice your goals and dreams because you're holding yourself back for somebody else. The next point I want to bring up is to simply recognize past failures, past scary experiences, and how they might be impacting you. Failure is an amazing learning tool. It can also condition our brains in a way, okay, it's getting to the point where I bring up our brains a lot. I need to take this opportunity to have a disclaimer. I am not a psychologist. I am not a psychiatrist. I have not studied the brain professionally. I'm not accredited by any professional institution for brain studies. Okay, this is my personal opinion, my personal experience, what I see with my clients and others I interact with. (laughs) End of disclaimer. All right. So when we fail at things, we learn a lot. And sometimes our minds say, okay, that was great. We're not ever going to do that again. (laughs) So we are conditioned in that way to keep us safe from getting hurt. Again, we're so grateful for that. At the same time, we need to recognize those patterns and say, oh, I'm about to do something. I'm about to dive into something. I'm starting to freak out a little bit. And I see a pattern because three years ago I did this and it resulted in this. And my intuition probably thinks that we are going to do something similar to that and get hurt again. Now, I feel like there are ways to work around that. And a professional should probably be engaged for this stage. Probably a therapist. Or if it's less severe, a coach, um, just know that coaches do not have mandatory brain classes, okay? So uh, therapists do. But just kind of dive into that pattern and seek that pattern and recognize it and say, okay, okay, I see why we might be dealing with this or one of the reasons why we might be dealing with this. And this is how I'm going to react. I'm going to react by and then whatever, insert whatever your coach or therapist gives you. Okay. But I think the first step in that is just recognizing that, oh, this could be linked to something in my past and that's okay. I can work with that. The last thing that I want to talk about is that you actually are the most in tune person to what will bring you happiness and you are in complete control of the possibilities that can come your way okay so very similar to the decluttering episode that we had a couple episodes ago as you're achieving possibilities you can throw out what does not work for you what does not make you exceptionally happy and you can keep what does not and this applies to so many phases in the achieving your possibilities um journey (laughs) It applies to when you're in the research phase and you really have to get in tune with yourself and say, okay, is this actually what makes me happy? Is this, could this actually be something that I would legitimately enjoy if I pursue? Um, It applies to when you are pursuing it and combating that sunk cost fallacy. If it really isn't making you happy as you're going down the school you might have had for decades, 
you know, you can take a step back. You have permission, not that you need it, but if you want it, I'm giving you permission to say, you know what, I spent X amount of money or X amount of time and I got people's hopes up or whatever. But ultimately, I'm going to cut my losses because this isn't where I want to be and what I want to be doing. That's okay. It's your life. Live it. We're running out of time. Do it, okay? And also, when you are pursuing the thing that has made you happy, always be privy to the fact that you can change your mind after you have achieved it. After you're done, after you're there, you can turn around. You're not a failure, okay? You accomplished and you learned and you developed so much more than you would have if you had just sat on the couch or gone about your daily routine, woken up in the same way with the same thoughts and just not done anything. You are more equipped after doing something and saying, hey, not for me, okay? It's okay. It's okay. There are so many possibilities that after you achieve one and you don't want to do it again, you don't want to do another day of it, that's okay. Go find another possibility. At the end of the day, this is what we need to realize. We have so many stereotypes. We have so many generalizations for what or who or why we can accomplish things and others can accomplish things. At the end of the day, though, guess what? All of them are accessible to you. All of them. Yes, I said that. Every single one of these possibilities is accessible to you in some way, shape, or form. You have got this. And instead of relying on stereotypes or what you've heard or what you were conditioned to believe when you grew up, or what other people are actively telling you, I need you to develop your own opinion and not be scared of the judgment. Because if you pursue one of those scary possibilities, you could be grouped into a stereotype. That's okay. It's scary, but it's okay. What makes it worth it is that it can make you happy to pursue the possibility that you want to, okay? If you want to make a million dollars, make a million dollars. There's ways to do it. I've read books on it. I've seen people do it. It's possible, okay? I can't tell you from personal experience because I'm not a millionaire yet, but it is extremely possible. If you want to become a politician, go be a politician. People have been waitresses and become politicians. You've got this, okay? If you want to go to an Ivy League school, just go and do it. Okay. And again, I have my little asterisk for those in minority groups. I understand. I understand. Okay. For the most part, though, we are in control of our actions, what we can do, what we cannot do, who we associate with, where we live, what we say, what we wear. You can pursue all of these with absolute confidence and success. It might take time. It might take blood, sweat, tears, you name it. It might take quite a bit, but that is not enough to deter you. Think of it this way. For every excuse, there is a counter excuse and it is your job to find it. 
Okay. I was talking to someone. They said, oh, I really would love to pursue this career, but it's going to take so much time. So I think I might do this one instead. And I said, okay, I mean, that's true, but no matter which path you choose, that, that amount of time is going to pass no matter what. Like whether you choose the seven-year option or the four-year option, seven years will come up eventually. And you could either be exactly where you wanted or second choice. And I'm here to tell you that you do not have to choose second choice You do not have to settle. You do not need to settle at any point, at any phase, in any decision because you have the tools. Do the research. Make the phone calls. Google it. See what you're up against. See where you are right now. Hire a coach. Get yourself there. Do it. You've got this, okay? You are in control at all times, Yes, there are people that are blocking you, especially in the case of minority groups. There are circumstances that are not built to our strengths, okay? There are systems that are broken. There are people's mindsets that are not developed and so many obstacles. But guess what? You are strong. You are brave. You are capable. You are intelligent. You are wise you are accessible to this possibility that you are imagining. Don't discount yourself because of who you are or what you believe you could achieve or what you believe that others believe that you can achieve, okay? You can do it. You've got this. There's nothing in your way unless you make it in your way. I love you guys so much. You guys are all amazing. You've so got this. Let me know if there's anything I can do for you. And thank you for showing up every day for yourself, for being here, for engaging in self-development. Please keep going. You can do this. And with that, I'm going to sign off with all the love I have for you guys. I'll see you next time.